Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another Britflix Frightfest preview podcast. Today I've got with me, please introduce yourself. Levan Vachia, the director of the Landmine Ghost Click. Okay. Do you want to give hey, us everybody. a Hello. Do you want to give us a, a brief synopsis of what Landmine Ghost Click's about? Well, basically, it's um, it, it, it's a simple concept. The easiest way to describe it is the thought of what would happen if you stepped on the landmine, but the story goes uh, much much beyond that. So it's like three American tourists that um, are in rural parts of Georgia, and one of them steps on the landmine, and so they have to figure out what to do next. But, you know, surprises are, okay. are there, and... Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I was looking at the. Uh, I've looked at the trailer, and yeah, it's. Uh, there's a lot more going on than just the tension around a man stepping on a landmine. Yeah. By by, by the way, it's, I know. I know it's the other way around. I shouldn't be asking the questions, but uh, I mean, pure for pure feedback reasons. Like, what, what, what did you see? Like, what do you think uh, the film is about from seeing the trailer? That's what do I? Th- what feedback. do I think? Um, yes. From seeing this trailer, I saw um, an element of. You understand the word subterfuge. Mm-hmm. So somebody has tricked somebody and brought mm-hmm. them out into the open of which the landmine mm-hmm. plays, a, plays a role. And mm-hmm. I'm guessing, looking at the trailer, that um, there is something in a recent past of maybe the last 20 years that has brought one or all of the Americans to Georgia, of which they're mm-hmm. going to redeem or something like that. I can't imagine it's just a straightforward Americans go on a holiday they come across a landmine and fall out <laughs> with some local people. I think that the Americans are there on purpose. Does that, yeah. does that yeah. have I read oh, it? Have well, I read it well? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's 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 absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, the trailer. I guess you know. I mean, I, it's absolutely the feedback that I would expect, and that's that's interesting. Uh, you will be surprised when you see the movie that, you know, uh, there still is much more than that. And, uh, like, a uh, trailer is uh, edited in a, in a tricky way. But, yes, indeed, this is not just another story of some tourists being in Eastern European country. And I, I just, uh, there, there are a lot of interesting things happening there. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, if if a film was broken mm-hmm. up into five equal parts and yeah. the five parts are drama, 
scares, mystery, psychological and gore. And if they were all equal, that would be an equal film. What would you say is the makeup of your movie? Uh, can you repeat the list? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, if you think, yeah. if, a fi if a horror film would have drama, scares, mystery, psychological, mm -hmm. and gore, it doesn't always have all of them, but there, there may be all the parts you might find in a, in, in a balanced yes, film. Yes, movie. yes, yes, yes. What, okay. what, what is the I, makeup of your film? Uh, I guess, um, I guess, first of all, it's psychological. Okay. And then uh, it's drama with mystery. And uh, scares are not there. Mm -hmm. And uh, some gore, but that's not the point. Uh, the you. gore is not the point. Indeed. Um, now, no, I yeah. noticed that you're... But, Sorry, go on. No, that's a, that's, a, that's a great question. I love it. I had to classify it for myself as well for first time this way. So <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is because if you look at if you, if you get a chance to look at the whole of the Fright Fest program, you'll find mm -hmm. there's everything from a dark drama like uh, there's a film called The Shelter, mm -hmm. which is about kind of the mysterious powers of God if you're living with a dark secret, right mm -hmm. through to something like Banjo, which is mm -hmm. a very much an, a homage to the trauma films. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're just, it's just, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's low on story, but high on gory prosthetic limbs being chopped off and eyeballs poked out and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and then obviously everything else is in between, if you think of those two extremes. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's kind of what prompts me to sort of ask that question. Um, you're, you're the director, but you're also credited mm -hmm. as story as well with the film. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yes. So where where did this where was this where did you how did you conceive the story where what was the what was the trigger for you to come up with this idea? Um, uh, okay, so basically it, it, it's it's very simple. Like yeah. to to briefly tell you about my background is that I never I never graduated the film school or haven't studied that uh, uh, that art in school. I was. Um, in business school, actually, I graduated from business school, and okay. I on my uh, on my third year of college, I started an advertising agency, and so like uh, that's where I had to first uh, come across filming as a process in TV commercials. Then I started directing my own ones, and then I came. But that's not the point. Uh, before shooting the the films, uh, my um, my background is a lot about marketing. Okay, so okay. I've done lots of campaigns for very different companies, and so like uh, deep inside me that that lives. And even though I'm not doing that anymore, and I'm not saying only about making TV commercials, I I own uh, a, a, an advertising agency, and I was one of the main TV clients. So you know, my mind works in a very marketing way. So. When we started making films, also with business background, we were very much concentrated on finding the business model around it. And, and so, uh, you know, first steps, we know that we had to make high-concept films, but uh, 
and you know, landmine is like uh, started as one of the ideas on uh, on a whiteboard where you you know uh, come up with the stories that are short and uh, can be I mean can be expressed in a pitched in a very short manner. I know everybody understands what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes, totally sense. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And 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 uh, so that's where it started. To be honest, <clears throat> it was written. First we, first we wrote it and we almost got to shoot it, uh, one year before actually that mine was shot. Uh, so now, so the film was shot in 2014, but in 2013 we were almost gonna shoot it and the script then was like completely different, absolutely different. Hmm. And you know, then it, uh, then because we got involved in some other project, uh, we delayed this uh, thing and then the story was, we written with the current writer Adrian Colucci, who is great. He he came to Georgia actually. He's Canadian, and uh, he came to Georgia uh, to write scripts with us. And Landwine was the first one that we did together. Uh, and he stayed here for for one year. And you know, it just developed from just a simple idea of you know what would happen if you stepped on the landmine. But then, of course, you know. Even though this is American film, like all all in English, and it it has American audience in mind, and uh, and so on. First of all, but we are still Europeans, uh, but here in Georgia, Georgia has huge culture in filmmaking, and you know, I guess like we also try to squeeze in some additional values of uh, human psychology, and in general, how how uh, one of the one of the uh, subgenres that we arrived, which was not an intention in the beginning. It was just a co- concept of somebody stepping on a landmine. But then it also turned into this revenge movie, the, which is about, you know, basically a simple formula of revenge uh, films that, that you see. So it's not only about stepping on the landmine. Uh, it developed into, into a story that we never expected it would uh, when we were coming up uh, with the concert. It was simple, one sentence on a whiteboard, and then it became this story that people can watch on Fryfest if somebody gets interested. So in, in the development of that script, and, you, and like you say, it was it's a very different screenplay to the one that you may have shot compared to the one that you yeah. did shoot. What What were the sort of main challenges in the development of the story that were hardest to resolve? Well, you know, uh, when when a person steps on the landmine, there is there is not much that uh, one can do. And you know, the lead character has to be the one who steps on the landmine. We were discussing, of course, and I'm just going back into the writing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm asking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm remembering that, that, and you know, we were discussing that. You know, when when you're on the landmine, like there is very little desire line that. That the character has, uh, and he's like less proactive because he's just standing on the landmine. What, what can he do? And so we were even discussing if it's not you who steps on, it's not the main character who steps on the landmine, but uh, a friend of main character. And you know, uh, in, in certain way, uh, that's the biggest challenge now because we wanted to speak, and it makes sense to speak to the guy who, who is on the landmine. That's challenging. Of course, to 
to fill up the story in a way, but the way it uh, proceeded later on, I mean, we loved it and, uh, and you know, they're, they're bringing in um, another, uh, another layer of the story, which is not about the landmine itself. So basically, basically it's not about the landmine at all. It's just a setup of somebody yeah, 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 in a yeah, landmine. Yeah. Everything else is. So I guess the main challenge was, uh, how to stay in the main character's shoes when he's on the landmark. Got yeah. you, got you, got you. So, so when, when you, when you were faced with that finished script in the run up to your 2014 shoot, um, mm -hmm. what, what were, from a director's point of view, what, what seemed to you the sort of biggest sort of test of your abilities to achieve in the film and, and, what what breaks did you get, or what 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 did you do to sort of get past that challenge? Uh, okay, so um, so this is this is uh, uh, let, let, let me explain. Uh, let, let me think of how to, how to explain this. So so basically, uh, if if I would classify this uh, this film in, in certain genre, I would call it uh, it's a revenge movie. So, okay. And uh, and and um, you know basically basically you know like for example I spit on your grave or uh, similar movies you know where where um, where main formula of this subgenre and they it's called exploitational genre right yeah. and and for a reason because what it does it, it it exploits I don't know if it's right way to say in English it exploits human desire uh, on on human anger. So basic formula in these um, revenge stories is that uh, you see something horrible happen in front of your eyes, yeah. you get mad at, at, a, at a villain who performs this horrible act, and then, uh, then with that feeling, you really, really enjoy watching how uh, main character, um, you know, goes after. Uh, the assaulter and, you know, like you, for example, a nice people on your grave, you just enjoy seeing how somebody's eyes are cut out or is burned in acid or, or, or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? This yeah, is like yeah. basic formula. I need to get you angry in order for you to then follow the main character, perform and cheer for him, her, or whoever to, to, to perform uh, this horrible act, mm. and uh, and I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. And you know, for me, landmine a story that I mean, I don't like the fact that uh, uh, that's what we teach uh, with revenge stories. I think there is a there is much bigger depth. And so I use this same formula. And you know, you need to see the for, uh, film. And I I use this same formula. Uh, and I think um, I, I attempt at least to. I don't want to be. I don't want to get into something that would be a spoiler, but uh, but it, it it pays off in a different way. And I think uh, um, that was my main challenge to achieve um, in a movie which exploits this. Oh, very, very weird, I would say, uh, feeling of revenge that we human possess, the ability to revenge. Okay. And I exploit that, but, <clears throat> but with a different, 
with a different message that I wanted to be there. And that's uh, to, to make sure that this happens and this is achieved in a movie. That's, that was my biggest challenge. And that's, that's what, what my whole movie is about for me, at least for, for me, that's what it's all about. I, I don't know if I was clear, but. No, well, well I'll, 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 I'll play it back to you as I understand it. So you've you've said that that there's a, there's a real primal human emotion which is triggered by seeing something horrible happen to somebody, and if they survive, mm-hmm. we're then geared to cheer for them, going about doing equally horrible things in revenge mm-hmm. of what happened to them, and we will we will whoop and cheer that, won't we? Allah. Spit yes. on your, like you said, with spit on your grave, and what you, mm-hmm. what I think you said you wanted to achieve was to tap into that base emotion, and then maybe, mm-hmm. maybe play with us a bit and trick us into going one way, and then sending us the other kind of thing. So you emotionally yeah. will be a bit confused as to what we're actually cheering or. Yes, yes. Yes. That's I, I, yes, that's absolutely uh, right. And, you know, uh, I guess, you know, uh, it's in a movie. I hope I achieved that. And mm. that's like my, that was my biggest uh, challenge to, to make sure that that's, that's what the film is about. And, uh, no, 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 that's, 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 not, per- that's no. perfectly, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think that there's, mm-hmm. we, you know, films, films are obviously start with a story, but within the story, mm-hmm. There are characters, and we, for us to really invest our time and emotions, we need to believe them, don't we? And we need to be, we need to feel sorry for them. We need to feel angry about it. We need to feel that we've been tricked. And that—that's all. That's a very subtle thing, isn't it? That's not something you just do by pointing the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. Uh... Yes, and you know, uh, I guess you know I cannot get into more details of that. No, no, that, 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 that's 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 <laughs> enough. No, that's enough. That's enough. Um, now, yeah. um, I've made a note of when your film is playing, so people who are coming to Fright Fest, they it's Friday the twenty eighth of August, and it's mm-hmm. um, and it's one p.m. and that's the European premiere. Um, mm-hmm. Is that right? The European premiere. So yes. 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 Um, and, uh, and, and and it's in yeah, and it, 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 I've never been on, on this festival that I, I've been to London several times of course but I don't know where this is happening and what the screens are but it, as, I, as I know it's on, on the main screen 28 and uh, well if it's on the, if it's on the main screen that's, that's, that's fine that's the, 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 there'll be a I mean, we, we share screens, I mean, and then it's like aero screen, or I don't know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, no, I apologize, I apologize, yes, no. Yeah. So the film is showing, I should have read it properly, the film is showing on Friday the 28th in the main screen, now the main screen for those who are attending for the first time listening to this, is broken up mm-hmm. into three. So if people have bought a ticket for your movie or have bought a festival ticket, their ticket will be mm-hmm. film four screen, Arrow screen or horror, cha- horror channel screen. Horror channel mm-hmm. is where I my ticket is. So, uh-huh. um, so land, landmine goes click is showing in the film four screen at one o'clock, in the arrow screen at three thirty five, and in the horror channel screen at eleven thirty a.m. 
Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So that's that's where your film's showing. So <clears throat> that being the case, are you are you coming to the festival? Yes, yes, I'm coming to the festival. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, be, yeah. when you're when you're sat with the audience watching your film, mm -hmm. um, what what aspect of the film or sequence? And I don't mean you have to tell exactly what happens in it, but what are you most excited to to experience with the Fright Fest audience in terms of your film? Uh, you know, uh, I always wait for the end, I guess, you know, that's where I want to see what, what, what happens, you know, and the rest of it, you know, I think any filmmaker um, should have an opportunity, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky in a way that, you know, uh, when uh, when we make a movie in Georgia, uh, I mean, in local theaters, we release it instantly and uh, it's, it's much easier for us to do that than any filmmaker I guess in, around the world but because you know this is our country country is small and you know relationships and you know we our company has that um, advantage and you know seeing 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 the film with the audience and not one time and seeing it several times uh, and I guess many times man, makes a lot of sense because uh, you, you really, you, you really learn how, how they react to what you intended, uh, their, I mean, to compare how they react to what you thought that they, they would react. And, uh, but you know, I cannot, I cannot remember all of it. Uh, I know some specific moments where, where assault happens, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting how audience reacts because it's not, it's not comfortable. I I knew that, and I I wanted to. And then the end. Uh, that's that's where I wait most. And you know, sometimes it's different. And uh, I, I I cannot tell the details. I guess, but no, no, that's, uh, cool. that's, that's cool. where that's I cool. pay attention most. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, now you now you told it is it's a English language movie. Uh, you've got American yes. American leads, and obviously you've got mm -hmm. a Georgian cast. Um, and mm -hmm. it's all shot in Georgia, yeah? Yes. Yeah? Um, and you said, you know, obviously that was a calculated decision in terms of trying to give the film a chance to have a global appeal um, outside of Georgia. But do you, do you think either on purpose or as a product of making the film that you've managed to make any kind of political comment about either Georgia's place in the world or even America's view of the world? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I, I think the question was uh, about political statement, and yeah, this yeah, is yeah. absolutely. This is uh, this is you know it's it's just that in the beginning of the story there is Georgian uh, news coverage that you can hear. If you're Georgian, you can understand. I think. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not sure if everybody can, but that's not that. I mean, nothing political was my my goal. It's mm. it's just that it's about life for me, and it's about the way. Human approaches stuff. That's like I think our biggest mistake. Um, everybody that's come on because it's Britflix, and we're mo we're mostly about British film. Um, but because Frightfest mm -hmm. is a big British event that brings filmmakers from around the world, I get to speak to people from all over. Hence, I'm talking to you now. Um, so, what I like to ask everybody is to tell me their favourite British horror movie. 
Tell the favorite British horror movie. Yeah, what would be your favorite British horror movie? Okay. I guess, you know, I mean, uh, to be quite honest, that wouldn't be something that I can uh, choose from top of uh, top of my mind because I wouldn't know specifically a certain movie. I mean, I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, a specific yeah. movie which I like is British or not. Um, from uh, from our perspective uh, in Georgia, I mean, this this is quite differently delivered to us. Uh, most of the movies we have to enjoy, especially when they are in cinemas, even in uh, in Russian and and so on. And sometimes I, I wouldn't even know recognize the title because it's marketed uh, differently. But okay. even even if it was, I have a very Dead encyclopedical memory in order for me to figure uh, figure the answer to the question. But you know, I'll pay attention to that next time. And by the time I, I'm there, I will know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, out of interest, then, what what's the um, what's the demand like in Georgia for horror films? Is it a popular is it a popular thing in no. Georgia? No, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, you know, Georgia, Georgia in, uh, on its own is a very small market. Right? Mm. Even, I mean, you couldn't even find out the statistics about it. But I know that this is not the most popular genre here. Uh, and I guess not at least for the moviegoers. And we have like only six or seven uh, cinema screens right now operating in, in the country. It, it, I mean, it used to be huge in Soviet era, but, you know, since then. Uh, so, like, we are in a, in a very, uh, a growth stage of, of that. On both filmmaking and, um, I mean, filmmaking, we have 100 years of filmmaking history. I mean, the Georgian cinema is very, very old and, you know, has huge culture. But after Soviet, we're just beginning and same goes for the audience. I mean, they don't have uh, so much choice in terms of uh, their taste to become niche and specific. Okay, okay. Horror. Got you, got you, got you. Well, I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, looking at what I saw in the trailer, I imagine what yeah. you've what you've shot is going to be a fantastic sort of advert for the beauty of your country, and certainly the sort of the the mountainous stuff that I saw. It looked amazing. Yes, absolutely. It's not. It's not too much um, emphasis on that. Uh, in the trailer, you can see that, and you know, it, yeah, it, in a way, it's an advert. But I also hope that some uh, some of the audience don't uh, take negative emotions about Georgia. Georgia is a pretty safe country, and the story that happened there is just a story that happened could happen anywhere. Nothing to do with 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 the safety of coming to Georgia. I know I've been criticized for that. But, oh, I see. Uh, okay, I guess I just, yeah, but, uh, you know, of course, Georgia is a beautiful country, and uh, you can see some very small parts of it in, in the movie. That's okay. not the emphasis of the story. All right. Well, look, well, look, Levin, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and giving us your time. Thank you for having me here, and uh, well, good luck with, uh, with everything. All right, and good luck with the screening. And hopefully, if I can get, if I get time, I'll uh, and there's and there is time, I'll come and say hello in the flesh. Yeah. The Britflix Frightfest Preview Podcast Series, 2015.
If you don't already subscribe to BritFlix, just sign up for free at iTunes and you'll get the next episode right after we launch it. Or follow at BritFlix on Twitter for links to the podcast to stream from the website directly. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.